Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Were you stressing in the final two minutes of that game on Sunday? I I think everybody was. You know, it caused all of our blood pressure to rise a little bit. You need a stress-free night out this week, and you can get that by going to Boomer Jacks. Get your blood pressure back to normal a little bit, you know? Enjoy a stress-free night out with wallet-friendly drinks and eats. The spot is Boomer Jacks. There's live music, all the games you could want to watch, and more. There's something for the whole gang, whether it's you and your, your buddies wanting to go out and get some drinks in the evening, or if it's, you know, a happy hour with coworkers, or, you know, maybe you just want to go by yourself. You're, you're just wanting to go hang out, find somewhere, watch a game in some solitude, have a couple drinks. You can find that at Boomer Jacks. It's also a great spot for the family. Me and my family love to go there, get the appetizers, get the food, get the drinks. It's a wonderful spot. You deserve to be happy, and Boomer Jacks can provide you that happiness. Wall-to-wall TVs, live music, and more. Everybody will be happy when they're at Boomer Jacks. There's 17 DFW locations, so there's one near you. Wherever you're at in the Metroplex, there is a Boomer Jacks near you. You can find yours at boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian, that kind of gives us a good overview of what the offense did. Uh, I, I think what's more impressive, obviously, is what this defense did. We're talking about two weeks in a row allowing fewer than 20 points, two weeks in a row where you give up just a single touchdown to two pretty explosive offenses with, with really good weapons there. Uh, your, your biggest takeaway, so some of your overarching thoughts from the defensive performance tonight. Man, you're right. What Last week it was 211 yards or something like that for Tom Brady throwing the ball. Yep. Joe Burrow had 199 in this game, yep. and he was running for his life in this. And I – yeah, yeah. I he, give, he had I 199 give. with the sacks. Their net passing yeah. yards were 165. There you go. Oof. That's what I – I mean, I thought they did a great job of getting after Joe Burrow. They they did not – they're Cowboy teams in the past. And I remember being in a game here in AT&T where the New York Giants, every one of their offensive linemen were gone. They were all playing with, like, backup offensive linemen the whole line. And you're thinking, oh, okay, these guys are going to take advantage. They're going to do. They're going to get up the field. They're going to be sack fest. Eli Manning, and then Giants win the game. Yep. They block your front. You get no the stats, no stats, no nothing. This group knew that Joe Burrow, uh, as great as he is, his kryptonite right now is his offensive line. His offensive line is is a problem, 
And but what's so funny is, and then not if you're a Bengals fan, this could have been the second week in a row that they'd have won a game with. You know, you think about if they kick the extra point, yeah. Uh, and you know they're going to give up seven sacks and win this game, or this game they're going to give up all these sacks and win this game. They could be two and zero, oh, and Joe Burrow just taking a beating. And I don't know, I don't know if at the end of it, if Joe Burrow is going to be standing at the. I mean, he he took a ton of hits today, and it it affected him to the point where the ball was coming out. And it wasn't like Joe was flinching or anything like that because Joe will hang in there. Yeah. But you could tell he was throwing and somebody was near him or on him or Micah Parsons. Like, I remember one time, ball is going to go to the outside uh, to chase on a third down. They blitz Micah Parsons off the edge in Burrow's face. Collins blocks down, much like we saw last week where Dak got sacked. But Collins blocks down. Free run on Joe Burrow. He's throwing the ball to the outside. Destroyed him. And like, but he's kind of kind of kind of cringing as he's throwing the ball. You know, he's kind of crumpled up. Yeah, he didn't get to step he through it. He's gonna get hit. And Parsons hits him, but kind of holds him up. And, you know, not to get the roughing call and all that. Doesn't spike him in the ground. But that ball went out so quick and it wasn't even close to being accurate. So yeah, I mean that was that right there. I mean was that that te- that tells you a lot about what happened, you know, in this in this game as far as what the pressure was able to do. I, I think that when you look at the defense, just a couple guys for me that I think really stood out. Maybe didn't get some of the same. I don't know. It's hard to we're following along in the game. I don't know how much social media was talking about these guys, but it didn't feel like there was a lot of chatter about these guys. First off, I thought Anthony Brown was great tonight. There, there were several times where I saw him locked up on T. Higgins or other guys. Uh, made a great play in space tackling T. Higgins on a third down. That stood out to me. Uh, Anthony Barr w- was really good tonight, I thought. He, he was flashing a lot, made a lot of plays. I thought Dante Fowler had a nice showing when, when he was given opportunities. Um, and then for me, th- there was one play where Donovan Wilson missed Joe Mixon in the hole where what should have been third and seven ended up being a first down. Uh, because Mixon just kind of jumped over him. I don't know if you remember that play. He's like diving at his ankles. He, he got straight through the hole. Should have been a loss, and Mixon goes over him. And that was the only time where I was like, that's where you miss J. Ron Curse. J. Ron Curse isn't missing that tackle. But other than that, Donovan Wilson was really, really good tonight, I thought. Yeah, he, he was. And, and when you start to talk about, man, they've got so many of these guys that are having to play in crucial roles. Yep. Whether it's the – whether it's Tyler Smith, whether it's Cooper Rush, I mean, uh, Noah Brown, you know, Wilson. I mean, the one thing you know about Wilson is he will blow you up, and he's around the ball, uh, you know, the him. He likes the Yeah, I mean, they they are going to be around the ball. And I, I thought that – I thought Wilson played really well. i tell you what, I thought – I thought Anthony Barr, because Anthony Barr, I didn't think was any good at all last no. week. But he stepped up, looked like he played with better recognition, and looked like he played with better quickness. He didn't get hooked up on blocks like he did against the against the Buccaneers last Sunday night. He got off blocks, made some plays. 
really, really good job on his part. Really unfortunate the play where Drew Sample, the tight end, got hurt, but that play by by Anthony Barr, recognizing that it was a screen, remaining patient, didn't take the bait, didn't, you know, get upfield and run by it, was right there to just blow that play up. I thought there were a couple moments like that. He did get hit with the unnecessary roughness call. I don't know about you, Brian. I don't know what he's supposed to do there. He's He's got his momentum. He's going down to the ground as Burrow is, is tripping up and going to the ground. I don't know how he's supposed to pull up and not hit him. Yeah, that's the difficult thing with these. The problem you really, really run into is these quarterbacks take off running. And then what happens is – you know, the referees are now behind 10 yards behind the play and trailing and they're running, they're running behind and they're trying to, you know, they're trying to kind of navigate and then they see the hit and they immediately think, oh, that's, that's roughing. That's unnecessary. You know, that's, it's a, it's a unnecessary roughness penalty, you know, but they're, you know, Brad Allen is like 12 yards behind the play. And he's trying to run to protect the quarterback, you know, and they got it now where these other officials can make the calls. But I, I will credit them for this, though. Yeah, you had the roughing, the, the roughing uh, on the quarterbacks, but I do applaud the officials for picking up the flag on the, uh, the ball that went down the middle of the field that could have been, uh, whether you want to call unnecessary roughness again or targeting or whatever you wanted to call where Leighton Van Der Esch, they were able to jar the ball loose. That, that to me, was like I'm thinking, man, that is a football play. Yeah. That's just a football play. So, But Brad Allen's crew, they picked up that flag, said no no penalty there. So I, I thought that, you know, they're going to protect these quarterbacks. They are not going to let them. When these guys give themselves up and they see the, they're going down and you hit them, they're going to throw that flag. One of the plays that uh, I thought was interesting stood out to me, third quarter, 454 remaining. Cowboys get that big stop on third and four. I, I don't know if you remember this. This is the one where, where Leighton Vander Esch gets the sack, where, where Burrow yeah. kind of came up into the pocket. And while that goes on the stat sheet as that's a sack for Leighton Vander Esch on third and four, I think the assist goes to Micah Parsons. That's that one where he spun inside on Lyle Collins and – Joe Burrow had to break almost immediately. He he had to, you know, just bail on the pocket immediately and went right up into Leighton Vanderish. The stat line says two sacks for Micah Parsons, five quarterback hits. Man, tonight was one of those nights where I felt like he could easily pick up five sacks. And, and even though he had two on the ledger, I don't think that does justice to how much he just wrecked this game. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. He he knew... 
the thing I think that really helped him in this game is, and it's getting easier for him to like know who he's playing against. So now, you know, like he knew who Lyle Collins was as a blocker, yeah. you know, when he was rushing or he knew that, that Jonah Williams gets beat to the inside. He knew that, or he could move around. See, that's, that's the thing I think that makes Micah Parsons so great is the fact that he just doesn't play in one spot. You can move him all over that defense, and he can find whoever the weakest guy is. And the fact that he knew Lyle Collins and had worked against Lyle Collins and had worked with Lyle Collins a bunch – I think that really, really helped him with his pass rush. And you're right. He, he wrecked shop every – there were a couple of times where the ball went wide where Burrow tried to, and threw it, and I thought he was going to – like two times he went up, and I thought, oh, he's going to tip one of these balls and catch it and then go in for a, a, go in for a score. But, man, he just they, – they, they, they have totally figured out that he is one of the best weapons in the National Football League. And Dan Quinn is you give them a lot of credit because you watch that Penn State tape, Bobby. Like if you tell me that he was going to be this special pass rusher that he is, I owe you a steak dinner if you're going to tell me that one. <laughs> How many? And this is just a hypothetical question for you, but if you're starting a team right now and you're you're picking your first defender, how many guys are you taking over Parsons? Well, they always say. Man, if he was just an off-ball linebacker, you wouldn't you wouldn't take him, would you? No, probably I mean, not. He, he does everything now. He, I mean, run we fits, had this pass discussion. Covered, Listen, sacks. I'm gonna be real honest, okay? Yeah. What I saw at Penn State, I believe on my top fifty, I think I had him at twelve of my top fifty. Yeah, which, which is means where he I went. had others ahead of him. I had eleven other guys ahead of him, you know. And so, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking about Micah Parsons being a linebacker. Micah Parsons, Penn State linebacker, twelfth best player in the in the uh, on my board, you know. But I'm also thinking about Slater, the tackle from Northwestern, and I'm also thinking about Bolton, the linebacker from Missouri. Yep. I'm thinking about these other guys, and I got into discussion on Twitter during the game. I sometimes get you know me, I get roped in. <laughs> you thought you know Slater? You know, I'm like. Yeah, I, I love Micah Parsons. I did. I had him as my 12th best player. You know, should he have probably been the first one? Sure. Now, if you know what you're doing now, you redraft, he's probably the first – he's probably taken number one, you know? I mean, I think there was a quarterback that was taken. But still, you know, you get my point. Yeah. You know, it's it's like I was thinking about helping this offense with Slater at tackle. Play him at guard, play him at tackle, you know, and then boom, you're ready to go. Well, it appears you've got that kind of taken care of now with, with, with Smith. I know we're two games in, but you know Slater, it, it's, it's very much like the Tyron Smith, J.J. Watt thing to me. Yeah. You know, either one of them, either one of them you take and you just you go, that's it. But I, I'm, not, I'm not shying away from, you know, I'm not going to say, oh, I, I, you know, yeah, Parsons, Bill, you know, this offensive line – has had some issues, and Slater would have addressed and helped those offensive sure. line issues. But Micah Parsons is one of the top five players in the National Football League, you know, and maybe one day Slater will be the, one of the top tackles in this league. 
But, you know, if you're going to say, oh, well, hell, Broadus, you're wrong. You should have taken Micah Parsons. Show me all those those times where Micah Parsons rushed the passer as like an end or as, you know, playing that scheme. If you show me that in Penn State tape, you're a lot better scout than me. A lot better scout. Oh, well, Will, Will McClay told us during training camp, he's like, did we think he had some pass rush ability? Yeah. Did we know he could yeah. be that as a pass? That's no. all Dan Quinn. No, yeah, that's yeah. And Will, Will said we had no idea it was like that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, it's very similar to the time when I asked Charlie Army, the, who was his real name. He was a GM with the Rams. And I said, hey, did you vote Rodney Harrison a playoff share uh, that year uh, you went to the Super Bowl? And he said, why would we vote Rodney Harrison a, sh- a playoff share? I said, because if he doesn't dive into the back of Trent Green's legs and blow him <laughs> up, you would have never known how good Kurt Warner was. Yeah. You know, that sometimes, you know, they sometimes you have that ability, like, you know, it, whether it's uh, Aiden Dirty or or somebody had a vision, uh, you know, George Edwards, somebody had a vision to say, maybe this guy could run. If Tank Lawrence doesn't hurt his foot, in practice in week two. And Randy last gets season. COVID. Yeah. Do you even think about putting Micah Parsons as a pass rusher? No. Hell no, you don't. You're just playing him, you know. Maybe you figure it out, but not to the level we've seen right now. Last uh, last question here for you, because, because you know, I think we referenced him a little bit at the beginning. But overall, uh, I thought given the expectations and, and the, the chatter this week, uh, about Jamar Chase versus Trayvon Diggs. I thought Trayvon Diggs was fantastic tonight. Yeah, yeah it, it was. And, man, it's it's not easy dealing with Chase. I mean, that's Alabama and LSU going at it right there. That's Those are two, you know, uh, two very competitive guys when it, you know, the routes and the coverage and stuff like that. I, 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 I thought it was hilarious when we were interviewing Micah postgame and he's like, whoa, that's seven. That seven made the tackle over there. He, he, <laughs> he was, was like, he was surprised, yeah. you know. And But good for good for Diggs. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that when you talk about cornerbacks and how they play in the league, it's not always about covering, though. It's not always about knocking the ball down or getting a big interception to seal the game. That's the kind of things they talk about. You know, that's the thing. That's the nuts and bolts of, hey, you want to show? You want me to show you a game-saving play? Boom, right there. Micah Parsons, who uh, – not Micah Parsons, excuse me, Diggs, who, you know, for a time there really doesn't want to be involved, no. doesn't really want to do it. But you know what? He stepped up in a big way and got his team, his defense off the field and helped his team win a football game. That does it for us here at the Love of the Star. Uh, Brian Broaddus will have an early Monday morning. When you're listening to this podcast, Brian is probably watching tape. Uh, it'll be I a, promise you I am. I am. <laughs> you've got a, a matchup against the 2-0 and Giants next Monday on Monday Night Football. That should be an intriguing matchup. We'll bring you all the previews from that. Uh, but we'll talk to you guys again here on Wednesday.